Hibs move up to fourth with a snooze fest, Celtic finally break the curse at the Mac and Cheese Shack, and Rangers manage to put one goal past Aberdeen and destroy a bald man's career. This is the False 90s Podcast. Yeah, with us today, it's Lewis, Andy and Carl. How are we doing tonight, guys? Yeah, not too bad. I like that intro, Lewis. That was pretty good. <laughs> I wonder who that bald man is I'm referencing. Mm. <laughs> Find out later. <laughs> we'll start with Stay that. tuned. Oh, you might as well just start with that one, because it finished at Ibrox Rangers 1, Aberdeen 0. Yes, so um, in the end, it was uh, quite, a, quite a big, tough push for Rangers. Obviously, we got the goal... Um, an 81st minute, um, but yeah, it's 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 starting to become more of such 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 a Rangers now thing to do is obviously have all the possession, have all the shots, but only two shots on target again. So yeah, it's just one of them things. But yeah, obviously the amount of shots that we had was uh, was good. Um, amount of possession as well was also pleasing. But obviously it became a really tough test with the back line of Aberdeen. Fair play to them. And obviously the goal come in with uh, Roof, who came on as a sub uh, a couple of minutes before. Um, but yeah, obviously it doesn't really matter about how you get the three points as long as you, as long as you get the three points. And obviously that put us on level points with the centre game before they came in. So yeah, um, Aberdeen had two shots all game, zero shots on target, thirty six percent possession. Just Rangers could totally dominate this game. It looked like you know they were on top. They just couldn't. Get the ball in the back of that had a massive XG of uh, 1.86, which shows that they had a lot of chances, just didn't put them away until until near the very end with with Kimo Roof. But it's a win uh, that keeps them uh, in the hunt of Celtic, which uh, we'll switch to Celtic in a second. But we'll talk about a former Celtic player, Scott Brown, has left Aberdeen. As both assistant manager and player, I will I will come in on this one because I've actually done a wee bit of research on what happened. Um, from what I've seen, uh, from what I've seen from various various news sources, Sky Sports, um, and the BBC and stuff as well, um, Scott Brown's left to focus on his coaching development, um, which essentially means he's he's hung up his boots. Um, Obviously joined Aberdeen last summer in a player-coach role. But I believe a lot of it's to do with the departure of Stephen Glass, Jim Goodwin coming in. Um, because mm. in, his, in his sort of part and speech, he, he didn't mention any, any of the coaching staff. Um, he didn't mention Dim, uh, Dim Goodwin, Jim Goodwin. <laughs> um, and... Uh, what he actually said was, I would like to take this opportunity to firstly thank the board at Aberdeen and, of course, Stephen Glass and his backroom staff for giving me the opportunity to enjoy my first taste of coaching. That's a bit of a I'd subtle also shot. Like, <laughs> it is a subtle shot. Um, <clears throat> I'd also like to thank all my teammates and the great staff, both at Cormac Park, uh, Aberdeen's training ground, and Pataudry. I knew I was only in the North East for a short period, but the fans made me feel welcome from day one. Aberdeen is a huge club and I know there is a real determination from all to deliver success both on and off the pitch. I wish them all the best for the remainder of the season. But, as, uh, as Sam's just said there, the, the the main thing from that is the fact he's failed to mention the new manager 
So has there been ruptures in the back room, and that's why Scott Brown's left to focus on his coaching career? I think the fact as well is that, you know, Jim Goodwin's been in the job, what, a, a week or two now? Um, three weeks, I three, think. Three yeah. weeks, yeah. Three weeks, so yeah. If, it, if he was to leave because he was, you know, working well with Stephen Glass, he would have left with Stephen Glass, I'm pretty sure, at least stop becoming a coach with Stephen Glass and maybe just become a player. But the fact that he's kind of left completely and didn't mention Jim Goodwin at all, and it's been a little bit of a while since Jim Goodwin came in, it seems that there's been a little bit of a... probably a falling out or something there. I'm not too sure. They've fallen out, to be honest. I would probably just say... Um, well, to be honest, Jim Goodwin is a fan. Um Imagine this is like playing for a fan, really. Um, yeah, that could be one of it. But uh, I don't think it's been much. Obviously, I don't. Th- he's, he's not been played at all, really. I'm not. Obviously, someone needs to verify if he actually has played on a good win. But um, from why he obviously wasn't in the squad for the Rangers game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say it was anything. Maybe it's just because obviously Stephen Glass was his mate. I think it's that just comes down to that. To be honest, um, but it doesn't know there's anything happening in the dressing room because obviously I hate to say it, but Scott Brown is a professional guy. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Don't know how right. it, it looks like he's only played uh, one game under Goodwin. And that was the two uh, 0 win over Hearts uh, last midweek. Uh, sorry, two 0 lost to Hearts in midweek. Um, so I don't know. Po- possibly doesn't want to, you know, step on Goodwin's toes, kind of thing. Because obviously he's the most more senior player, probably, and he's yeah. So is, does he not want to be there, or is he being forced out? But I don't think he'll ever. I don't think we'll ever find out or see because I think it's a bit. Either way, and sounds a bit derogatory to to his legacy, though. Scott yeah. Brown, I think Scott Brown is too professional to come out and start slating a coach. I think he'll make subtle digs like he has in that speech, but I don't think he would come out and go, "Jim Goodwin's an arsehole Like I don't think it's in his character. Um, I hate to say it as well because I think. Everyone will agree with me, right? When Scott Brown was at Hibs or Celtic, Scott Brown's that one player that you, if you if you're no supporting the team he plays for, you hate him, but you secretly would want him on your team just for his professionalism and just how he's yeah, he's he's an excellent player like Scott Brown. I wouldn't have Scott Brown. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's a bit different. Scott Brown. Sam, Sam Red. <laughs> so it's a bit different, I suppose, if you support like Rangers. But obviously, Sam, you would have took him back at Hibs. Andy, you probably didn't actually want him to leave to go to Aberdeen. You would have wanted him in a coaching role at Celtic. Exactly. exactly. Coming on to that point, though, does he now go into the Celtic coaching setup? Maybe not in the first team, but like under eighteens, you've yeah. set up. Because I, I think... mean, there's talk. There's talk he could end up flying his way over to Cyprus and meet up with a another old pal, Neil. That uh, Omwell Nicosia. Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, Om- Omonia. Omonia yeah. Nicosia. Like Some that. club with Shamrock. Some club with yeah, Shamrock. Yeah, Neil Lennon yeah, yeah. taking the to manage a job there, um, which is a bit funny because Neil Lennon's now managed three Irish. Shamrock, whatever related clubs with Celtic Hibs and now Ammonia, so <laughs> it's just it's just connected to the to 
the Irishness. Um, well, yeah, so I, I would, I, I think uh, what happened with uh, the fact that he left for Aberdeen in the first place is because the Celtic backroom was such a mess that he had to get out. But now it's kind of been cleared up a little bit. You got Angelo seems to have sorted a lot of stuff out. Maybe he could go back to Celtic. I'm not too sure. We'll move on now um, to uh, Celtic finally ending their Tony Macaroni Stadium curse with a 3-1 win at Livingston. Their first win at Livingston in 15 years. Hey. I mean, to think that there's people who were at that game that weren't born the last time that they won against Livingston is just hilarious. Like... I know, obviously, Livy weren't in the league for a while, but like, it's crazy to think that it's been that long. Especially because, I mean, to be fair, Livy are probably at the best now they've been in a while, but like, we should have beaten them between now and then, you know? We, we should have beaten a weaker Livy side than now. But, uh, no, it's crazy. I mean, it's such emphatic as well, although it could, should have been 4-0, it was 3-1. It was a te- probably one of the worst penalties I've seen in a while. Uh, just... <laughs> it was lucky that it hit the post. It was going so wide, and yeah, I think that's what you need. I mean, that's just unfortunate that both times against Levy, our designated penalty taker has not been available, and we've had to resort to folk who don't usually take penalties. Yeah, but ca- yeah, it was it was just a a good victory from start to finish. Although I am worried because we, we we struggled to limit Levy's chances. I mean, they were they were getting in behind quite a lot. I mean, crashed two headers off the crossbar and like. You know we're we're lucky not to score, but just the sheer number of chances we created sort of overwhelmed them. So even if they had scored two, we probably would have scored another couple more. Like you know, but yeah, it was it was a good good result. And obviously, you'll take any 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 three pointer from the Tony Mac you'd take. So I can't complain. I'm very happy. So three points does see Celtic stay three points clear of Rangers in the title race. Um, and you see a win win at Livy is is very good kills the curse of course and it also means that if if they if they slipped up here it would it would have been equal points but i think now they're at a point where they're, they're three points clear they're kind of like holding rangers at arm's length if both teams keep on winning which is i think what what celtic would want at this point yeah i think this this league will definitely come down to the last two from games that are that are remaining um, still anyone's league really f- depends obviously if Celtic win one old farm Rangers win the other then <laughs> yeah I know big big prize at the end as well to be honest but you know if we win Europa League then uh, you know automatic Champions League place anyway so I don't know it's <laughs> wrong way to think about it we'll get onto that uh, Europa League preview later we're going to go back to the rest of the, rest of the Premiership games and I think I called this in the predictions but a third nil-nil draw in a row for Hibs and yeah. against St. Charleston. It's just... To be fair, if it makes you any better, Sam, we only beat uh, St. Johnston uh, by one goal. So, so yeah, no, okay. but at this point, you think they would just fly Sam out and ask him if he wants to start up top and maybe they have a better chance of scoring goals. Like, Sure, they can defend, but <laughs> defence doesn't matter if you can't even have a shot on target. Like Every game's going to end nil-nil that way. Um, you should like they... to, Sam, apply for a job. You should literally just say, yeah, I have a couple of years' experience on football manager. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I mean, it's it's just it's just upsetting because Maloney was all like, "Oh yeah, we're going to play you know a really diverse attacking brand of football, high pace, high intensity, high counter attack," and just hasn't been able to deliver that at all. In fact, he's just playing park the bus football. Yeah, that's just. I mentioned last week Nisbet been injured. We've lost Boyle this season. Like there is, we've got loads of attack minded players who can set up chances and everything, but there's no one who can put them in. There is, yeah. So you just need a, a striker who can just put a ball into the back of the net. But there's seems to be no one. I think um, people are excited about uh, that the, the Norwegian guy Melkerson. He's a, he's a striker. So, but obviously it'll take time to settle into a new country. So it's inter- It's it's going to be tough to see where the goals are coming from. And if you keep on drawing games, then you're not. Just picking up one point every game, that's not the form to get into the top six. Like, Hibs have won the least amount of games out of the current top six clubs uh, with nine. So it's mm, it's a tough one right now for them. There's not much to talk about in terms of controversy because there's literally nothing that went on. Um, but Lewis, you've, uh, you've had a look at all the other games, but we'll go, we'll go for your club... Uh, next, Motherwell 1, Dundee 1. I don't have too much to really say. Um, game kicks off, um, and the first chance of the game is pretty much for Dundee, straight off the bat. Um, we're only... About six minutes in at this point. Ball comes in. It's it's an absolute right. As much as it's against my club, right, I wanna say that this is this was a delicious, delicious goal. Ball comes in towards Paul McMullen from the cross. He controls it perfectly and just curls it past Liam Kelly. Just fires it across. Honestly, if you've not seen the goal, regardless of whether you're with me on the pod or you're listening to the pod go and watch the goal the goal was fantastic and then next goal comes in the 18th minute uh, from uh, Joseph Efford or Joe Efford Uh, Van Veen gets the ball played into him um, off of an interception from Mark O'Hara manages to hold off the defence slides the ball across the box past past the back line um, Effort kind of guffs it and then manages to get a rebound on it and it's it's just kind of spilled into the, the goal by um, by Sharp he's kind of came out to grab it and it just spilled like just kind of spilled it through his hands and it just rolls in really um, obviously nice to see Effort to get getting his first goal for the club but no really in the circumstances you want it it's a pretty weak goal um, after that pretty pretty boring game of football bit of a snooze fest um, the key point to take for this now is Motherwell are now winless in 10 games um, and currently sitting 8th in the league but the only teams that are in worse form than us are St Johnston. Aberdeen, St Mirren, Dundee. 
Ross County are now in the top six, a, a team that were looking favourites to go down a couple of weeks ago. And our last five games have been three draws, two losses. Um, I, I, I have a question for you guys, I suppose. Um, you might not know much about the club, but do you think it's time for, for Alexander to go, personally, from your perspective? Because I know there's a lot of Motherwell fans think that time's no. running it for Graham Alexander. No. I don't think so. Because <clears throat> you used to play another clown. If they're not in a relegation <laughs> dogfight, I don't see a change of a change of leadership, a change of pace at the at the club, really. I think... Right, I ranted about it last week, because I'm, I'm quite angry that we're now winless in 2022. Yeah, they haven't won a Do... game at home since Boxing Day. So they haven't won yeah. a game in the league since Boxing Day, sorry. We've only won one game all season. Uh, not all season, sorry. Like, all of this year. And it was a cup game. There was two. You've won Aberdeen. two. Nah, you, you, you beat Green at Mawson in January as well. Don't forget that in the cup. <laughs> I, I forgot about the Diggy Emery derby. Um, right. Two games we've won this year have came in the cup. We play Hibs on Sunday in the cup. And I'm... I don't want to say I'm nervous, but um, Sam, if you want to see goals, by the way, this might be the game you actually get goals. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> don't you mean this? I called right. I called for I called for Alexander's head last week. Um, I still call for it now, but I don't want him to leave the club. I just want him to sort out the team. Um, so you want him to go, but you don't want him to go. Yeah, because I know realistically, like Kyle said, if we get rid of him, we'll just fucking hire another clown. It's not what I want to see. It's what I need to see is just an improvement in the in the team. I think there's players in that squad that just do not try. Um, and I'll, I'll actually I'll, I'll throw it in. You know how we've had uh, what was it we called it last week? Was it wanker of the week? Yeah, wanker of the week. Yeah, wanker <laughs> of the week. Right, wanker of the week is back. Um, I've got to give it to everything. Now, there's everything there. I have yeah. to give it to Liam Donnelly this week, right? Is it always going to be a Motherwell player? <laughs> yeah, because I seem to be the only one that's nominating wanker <laughs> of the week. Uh, right. See when you've got a bunch of fans giving you shit because you are playing shit. Don't start shushing your own your own support, and of. All the parts of the Motherwell fan base you could shush. Not the ultra section. Not the singing section, mate. That ain't a good idea. Uh, there is fans legit on legit wanting his contract tore up because he shushed his own support. Donnelly's not been Donnelly has not been the same since he came back for injury, and even before that, you won the prime shavy, mate. Just settle down. Um but point I'm trying to make is people want Alexander to go even though the expectation for Motherwell every season is just to not get relegated. doesn't matter where we finish, we just don't want to be in a playoff and we don't want to go down. I think there's too many Motherwell fans now going off that fourth place finish two years ago and going, we are prime Brazil now, we should be challenging for the league. No, that's not how this works. Motherwell's a bit of a roller coaster. 
It's good season, shit season, good season, shit season. Get used to it. But you'd still want you'd still want Alexander to go, just because he's not winning games. I think if this if he can't get this squad to gel together and we go further and further down and end up in a relegation dogfight, then something needs to change. And mm. I think that. Despite the fact, yeah, sometimes there's injuries, sometimes players try harder than training. This constant fucking just I'll pick this squad at this week and a different squad next week just isn't how to how to manage in the Scottish leagues. In England that works fine. Cause every player's as good as each other. You've got to remember in the Scottish leagues there are some fucking howlers of players. And mm. especially at Motherwell, um, <laughs> Jordan Roberts is horrendous, but I just I don't want him to go because I just know that at the same time we're going to get a shit of manager in because look who's available. I don't want to see Jack Ross at Motherwell. I'm sorry, <laughs> like that's just yeah. that mm. gives me the it's, fear. Speaking of Jack Ross, to be honest, um, briefly, uh, I thought it was still really harsh for him to get sacked. Um, so. Um, I don't see why you wouldn't want him at Motherwell. I think he'd be quite good at Motherwell, to be fair. The thing is, the thing is, um, obviously we weren't doing the pod when when Jack Ross left uh, left Hibs, but the thing is with him that he always had some good games, and then always in the big games when maybe we needed a win or it was a, a semi final or a final or something like that, could always fuck it up somehow. Like he, his game management during the big moments was always really poor. So, I don't know. Motherwell don't really have that many big moments <laughs> that they need to get to. So I don't, I don't really. Uh, I, I think he'd do well if he was Motherwell manager. I think he'd probably put in. He'd probably if he's if he was there, he'd probably have it. You know, consistent top six finishes. But he'd also, I don't know, he wouldn't win anything as well. Going back, Lewis, you said wanker of the week. Uh, I'm going to give my wanker of the week to Rocky Bashiri from Hibs for his red card. Technically, it was a week ago, so well, less than a week ago. So, yeah, I think it was against Dundee, was it? Oh yes, card. of course, yeah, the week before. Yeah, fucking idiot. But. That's just Rocky Bashiri, isn't it? He, <laughs> he, he, he <laughs> my just... wanker of the week. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Bashiri is is he's just yeah. He's the kind of player who'd get set off for that kind of thing. It's just it was a it was a bit of silly sending off like he totally avoidable. But like even if he stayed on, I don't think Hibs would have scored anyway. So who who even cares? It doesn't even matter. Yeah, Hibs players can just do anything, and it just the game would still finish nil nil. They they can finish with eight men on the pitch and still be nil nil. I mean, eight men eight men's a bit a bit. Um being a bit nice there, I was going to say you could have the entire team off with COVID that they're playing that week and they'd still be able to put it past the goal and off the crossbar. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's still finished no no if we weren't playing, if it was like 11 versus 1. Um, but going training to... games, you know how coaches like to be training ground games, A team versus B team. I reckon they almost finished no nil as well. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise... Otherwise, some of the players in the B team might end up in the squad, you know? Yeah, it's just... It's just strange. There was literally nobody who could score a goal at Hibs. It's, 
very strange. But talking of teams that can score goals, on the other side of Edinburgh, the, the highest scoring game of the week finished Dundee United 2, Hearts 2. Goal in the first minute from Liam Boyce. All right. Uh, yeah, goal inside one minute from Liam Boyce, uh, played through by Mackay Stephen, um, and just curls it across the across the goal, off the off the post and into the net, uh, completely past completely past Ben Segrist. Uh, however, I don't actually think that's the best part of this game. Um, there was a, a long range effort in the second half from Liam Smith. Um, Outside the box, just hits it, totally trips up, totally trips up Craig Gordon, and it's in the goal. Um, that, was, that was also in the first minute of the second half as well. It was very yeah. It was a very first minute of game. Yeah. Obviously, at that point, it's one-one, and then John Suter decides to go full on. Uh, this is Sparta. <laughs> and kind of just charges in, um, which leads to a, a, a queer, I, I think it's a queer penalty. I don't know if you guys watched it, I think it's a queer cut penalty. Um, oh, yeah. That... Penalty's taken by Nicky Clark. It just, just finds the right-hand corner. Gordon's quite unlucky to catch it. Uh, not to catch it, sorry. And... After that, you've got a, a corner, uh, a Hearts corner in the 81st minute. Uh, headers knocked in by Craig Halkett. Very, actually a very interesting game. Um, I've only seen the highlights, but really interesting game to watch. Highest scoring game of the week, as, as Sam said. But um, Is this the bounce back for Hearts now, then? Is this the... Yeah, because they, they won... A resurgence. They they won... They've won the past... Well, they're unbeaten in the past three games. Um, beat some Mirror and Aberdeen. Um, I guess this is like them trying to, you know, not fuck up that third place spot that they've really got a hold of at the moment. Like they are. Um, Realistically, though, are they going to fuck it? Because they're 13, 13 points ahead of Hibs and. 20 points behind Rangers. 20 points behind Rangers. So they're not going to get second and they're not going to drop into fourth unless. Hibs have 13 draws. So, yeah, Hibs <laughs> have 13 um, draws and Hearts lose. The only team that I think realistically now could catch them is Levy, but they've still got Hibs to go past on goal, well, on goal difference, goal so difference, fucking hell, yeah. this could happen, boys. At the um, moment, yeah, I think, I think I've said for the past three or four weeks that the, the, the amount of points that separate 4th and 10th is so small. It's, it's five points at the moment between 4th and 10th. Um... I think the top two are sorted. I think third is, third is sorted for Hearts, and I think um, the bottom two are, are probably probably sorted by now. Maybe not the order, but I think mm, I, I don't see Aberdeen or, or St Mary getting pulled into that that relegation dogfight between St Johnston and Dundee. Um, it is plausible. It's, it's crazy, aye. Yeah. The 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 Hibs between Hibs and Aberdeen. I mean, if Aberdeen. Turn it round. They're able. I mean, oh god, they've only won. Are they only won what six games? That's absolutely disgusting. Eight, eight but, games um, a season, yeah. If they, uh, if they're able to magically turn it round out of nowhere, they can suddenly pull themselves up 
and and just start jumping that table and like it's crazy how the team in 10th could still get Europe with what six six games left in the league six games and anyone in 10th could get Europe and people who I mean I'd say yeah I don't think anyone else will end up in that relegation dogfight I think it's still between St. Johnson and Dundee but um, I'm, I'm going to nominate Motherwell to potentially fall into that <laughs> um I'm, I'm not saying that as an unoptimistic fan or anything, but realistically, Aberdeen can bounce. That's um, they win this weekend. Fit, fit, uh, well, not not this weekend, but they get a win. That's 35 points. They're only a point behind us at that point. Two wins, two losses. We're down in 10th. St. Mirren, two wins, and we're down in 10th. Yeah. And then St. Johnson have only got 12 points to get to catch us, which ain't a, a hard feat for them. There or are Dundee. Only, oh my f- god, I just looked at Aberdeen's away form. Ten, ten away losses, two away wins. That's absolutely Oof. hideous. There are only it's three just an Aberdeen, mate. It's just an Aberdeen. <laughs> there are only three games left of the regular season before the split. Um, so there's a lot to change in terms of who's to finish in the top six, who's not. Because it's, I reckon it's still going to be extremely tight coming down to that. The final league games of before the split. Um, the good thing is, the, the one good thing is we get a home old firm after the split, uh, which we haven't for the last few seasons. So uh, it's been good. It's been, I mean, it didn't matter last season because obviously Rangers ran away with it. But this season, with a tight one, that is just huge, having that, that home old firm after the split there. With fans as well this time. Yeah, with fans. Uh, I mean, because we've we got the best away form in the league by a country mile. Our home form's not... Not perfect. I, I think we're still unbeaten at home, but we've I mean, we've drawn a lot of games. I think we've drawn maybe maybe four games at home, but our away form is fairly fairly tough. Uh, so you know we should we should do well against Hibs, Livy, Ross County away. You'd hope, yeah. and then we've got yeah, uh, it'll probably be both Rangers and Hearts at home in the split. It looks like. Yeah, because uh, we yeah, we yeah. played we played at Tynecastle twice already, so I think it'd be Rangers and Hearts at home, which would be absolutely incredibly lucky uh, for a draw for us. So to have to have to have basically your title challenges and the team in third at home during during the split, I think is, is lucky. Yeah, it's a big it's a big a big change. Um, I'm just going to quickly touch on the last game of the week, um, the one nil win for Ross County over St Mirren mm. there's really nothing I can say about it it's an, another kind of snooze fest of a game um, only goal in the game comes from a humble penalty yeah uh, manages to send the keeper the wrong way comes from a, a challenge from Richard Tate which to me I've watched it back I've watched it slowly I've, I've turned the speed down on the highlights video it looks a bit soft actually now I don't know if the I don't know if the challenge is not the challenge I don't know if the penalty's given based on the challenge from Tate or if it's due to the follow up from uh, Shaughnessy I think uh, yeah I've got it, I've got it's like Tate kind of flicks him and then he just clatters into Shaughnessy, but Shaughnessy's already on the ground, so it actually looks like it actually looks like Hungbo kind of just bundles him over. Um, well, I've got I've got here that the penalty was um, given away by Gogic, so you got it on Gogic. Yeah, 
Well, uh, that's what that's what um, this says here. Obviously, I've, I haven't, I haven't got the highlights. From, from the angles I could see on the on the highlights, it looked like it had been given away by Tate, but I don't know if it's. Is it maybe Gogic pushes him in? I'm watching it back just now. Right. So looking back at it now, I think what I'm seeing is the ball comes into the box. It's hit back. Hungbo chests it. And then there's kind of like, it's like Tate and Gogic go in on him at the same time. And then he kind of clatters into Shaughnessy at the end of it. So, I mean, I maybe... think with all the confusion, I feel the ref almost felt obliged to give a pen there. Yeah, because it's it I mean, like even this... me and Sam sitting here confused. So maybe it's Gogic has pushed him. Tate's maybe pulling his hand back to try and not give away the foul. And then obviously Shaughnessy. And then he just clatters into Shaughnessy. So either way. Like there's 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 a penalty to be there's potentially there. three fouls going on there. So yeah, I know you said earlier that it was soft, but it sounds like once we've gone back into it now, it sounds like it's once I've analysed it, it wasn't soft at all. Yeah, it sounds it like the, it's like a definite penalty. penalty. It's just the the question is who actually conceded the penalty? Is it is it only Aberdeen and Motherwell that are winless recently? Right, they have to be the only. They probably have, both have to have the worst form. I think, I think St Merdin's getting there. Under Robinson, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm so not just so I bring in Stephen Robinson and your form takes a shit. Hey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, by the way, Stephen Robinson's came back to St. Merton and guess who he's stuck up front? Oh, Cut um, this main. Oh. Yeah. Cut this main's back in a team. This main. <laughs> Cut this main. What's our guy, man? Forgot about him. Absolute meme. But um, he's the yeah. main man. Yes, <laughs> he, he is the Ross main man. British uh, meme. Well, he didn't start the game. It was Alex. It was Alex. Uh, Alex Grave that started the game, but he was brought on as a sub. Um, it's a bit of a strange one, and he actually had the closest uh, chance for St. Mirren in the whole game. Uh, oh, fair enough. Which was not a close challenge at all. It was a Curtis main shot, but anyway. Uh, yeah, it's but heating up. I, it's I, really heating up. Yeah, it's it's a it's, it's very tight. That that top six race We've still got yeah. three games. So this is this is peak peak since year. I mean, the since is the only league in the world where a team that have scored forty three goals can still have a negative goal difference. <laughs> the third <laughs> highest scoring team in the league. In the oh league yeah, yeah, can't they, yeah. Negative goal difference. They've conceded the second most in the league, but they've scored the third most. It just it just sounds <laughs> like me on FIFA, to be honest. Yeah. They're, they're, they are just playing. Yeah, they're just playing FIFA. I mean, Malky Mackay, he doesn't actually doesn't actually manage the team in real life. He manages the team on FIFA. Just sims every game. <laughs> the end of the season, yeah. That's the same. Really, he just sits at home and he 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 sends the team away to the game. He just sits at home and sims it. <laughs> no, he's he's actually sitting at the dugout. He's got like a PlayStation controller in his hand. He's just having limbs on his couch when he packs Charles Cook. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I just I can't actually believe how tight the league is. I've never seen a league this tight before. Like, yeah, and yeah like... it's t- tight at the top, but it's tight it's... in the fight for Europe. And arguably, yeah. well, it's always tight for relegation. But but it's it's tight in every section. It's like, like it's like this... Celtic Rangers gap is tight. It screams screams Bundesliga about how tight it is between the third and like tenth. 
It's, like, it's, it's actually, actually been a very good league. Yeah, but, it's been fun. Gotta love Cinch. It's like it's that Cinch. It's, that's, that's, this, is, this is what the Cinch money does. <laughs> Lee, Lee goes, turns on its head, goes crazy. Yeah, you can buy a great used car and have an absolute fucking Bowler League, yeah. fantastic yeah. Premier League. I'll, I'll um, see if we can find find the clip of the I was saying earlier about uh, Alan Brazil getting absolutely like roasted by Angie. I think he was saying so. One of the Angie was talking to an Aussie Aussie sports outlet or something, and they were he was saying, "Oh, have you heard what Alan Brazil had to say about you at the start of the season?" And he was saying, "Oh, who's this and 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 Ange Poste de Kuglu, and he's like, um, Alan Brazil just being Alan Brazil, and then uh, one that Angie goes, well, yeah, since then he's had to have clearly had quite a few slices of humble pie, quite a few slices. <laughs> That's just such a shot at Alan Brazil, yeah. who is literally yeah, quite a, a walking strawberry. Humble pie, there, mate. Al- yeah. Alan Brazil is a walking strawberry. Yeah, walking strawberry. <laughs> Um, realistically, though, we could be heading for Helicopter Sunday to Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, we could. I I think, but I'm I'm not sure. I think on Helicopter Sunday, it was just the league that they had decided, wasn't it? But Mm. this year, like, there could be so much going on on the final day. It could be Super Sunday. So saying, I mean, the difference between, like, 90 minutes, playing a game in 90 and playing a game in 90 plus 7 could be a team... Escape a, a team qualifying for the Europa League or just having their manager sacked for mid-table obscurity, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like someone could Look, just. Like, when was the last time this league was like this tight, like at the top, like at the middle? Pre- I don't think it's ever pre- been like this. Pre your club dying, Kyle. Pre your club dying. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, here we go. Plenty. Yeah, no, it, it probably, probably early 2000s was when it was uh, as exciting as this. Definitely like 04, 05. Like, definitely not more recent than that. Right, so how does it work now then? So I know like the top team in Scotland's automatic Champions League. Right? Yeah, and the, and the second team is automatic Europa League, but goes into the uh, Champions League qualifying. Yeah, right. Right. Is it, is it and then third place is Europa League qualifying. Third just... place is Europa League qualifying. And fourth place is Conference League qualifying. No, no. Third place is Conference League qualifying and the cup winner is Europa League Oh, yeah, qualifying. Europa League qualifying. So, but if the cup winner is Celtic Rangers or Hearts, that means the... Fourth place get Europa fourth League and... Uh, fourth place yeah, get Conference. Sorry, or, yeah. 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 Fourth yeah. place get Europa League. Fifth get Conference. Ross County so they, yeah, Europa think, League. If, and if Rangers won the if Rangers won the Europa League, Rangers would be guaranteed Champions League. Celtic we've guaranteed Champions League. Hearts would get a Champions League qualifying place. Hibs, as it as it stands, as it Hibs, stands would yeah. Euro- Hibs would get a conference place, and the cup winner would get a Europa League oh, place. It, it's it's actually so it it's not quite what you said. So yeah, so first place is Champions League playoff round. Um, this first place not group stage. Oh, oh, oh unlucky. Oh, yeah. So, so it is. So, so what it is is the first place gets the playoff round if the if this season's Champions League winner doesn't qualify through the league as well. Okay, okay. But obviously, if it's like oh, someone like Real Madrid or PSG or Liverpool or whatever, they'll qualify through the league and they'll also probably. So, so if they have to get that, they're basically out because so, yeah, so, fucking European. Qualifying rounds. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second, the league and still not get Champions League. Second hate, place gets second qualifying on Champions League, which is guaranteed European group, uh, European League group stage. Um, third is Conference League third qualifying round. Fourth is Conference League second qualifying round, and fifth gets a spot if the cup winners also qualify for Europe. Can you two be nice to each other for five minutes? <laughs> Oh, Andy, Andy, at least you, at least you'll get into us by the group stage in the Europa League. Then you have to go for the qualifying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. At least you can't get dumped into the conference if we win the league. <laughs> but um, talking of yeah, no. European games, it is our European section now. Yeah, we start with Celtic first. Yeah, so Celtic play ABBA in the Eurovision playoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it realistically... My, my, the Celtic did surrender. <laughs> any, Celtic, Celtic will always end up just playing in Israel. I don't know how. We can, it's unavoidable. You've got to congratulate Ange, though. He's the first ever man to get eliminated from the Champions League, Europa League and the Conference League in one season. He's the, he's the first manager to manage all, in all three, though, so absolutely, he's a trendsetter, he's a trendsetter, he is. <laughs> and my man's so my man's so goaded, he doesn't even need a UEFA licence to compete in three UEFA competitions. See, that's how he earns his right. UEFA licence, right. is getting knocked out of all UEFA competitions. Yeah, exactly, yeah, he's, 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 a, Euro, he's a European veteran now, <laughs> he's struggled with three, <laughs> three European leagues, who needs Apparently, the licence? Apparently, Marine Le Pen's got a direct phone line of on him just in case she wins the French presidency, so she can get a quick exit from Europe. Um, oh, that's see, it, it it looked really spicy, but the the Russian invasion, the topical Russian invasion of Ukraine, has just led to Macron just skyrocketing the polls. So it looks like Macron will be returned for presidency fairly comfortably now. How, how he's, we? He's, He's got thirty. How we going to this? Yeah. How we get to this? I wanted to talk about Rangers Red Star, but okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah so Rangers play Red Star Belgrade in the Europa League uh, knockout round. I'm not quite sure what these rounds oh, are. Round called, sixteen. Round, round of sixteen. Round of sixteen. Um, yes. So how do you think the, the tie is going to go? It's you know, it's an interesting tie coming up. I'll start with everyone else first. I want to hear everyone else's before I before I put mine in. Obviously, I'll be attending the game tomorrow. So, yeah, so when... I said, I said last week it was actually a proper Europa League tie. Like you can't predict this one. You you realistically cannot say that Red Star's going to turn up and do over Rangers, but you can't say that Rangers are going to turn up and do over Red Star. However, well, you can never predict a result away in the Balkans. Like, for all you know, your manager's going to get clobbered on the head with a flare. Yeah. Possibly, like anything can happen yeah. in these games. It's just, it's insane how much. I think home advantage will play a big part in this. So in, realistically, definitely in both games. Yeah, I think it's what you, what you want tomorrow, Kyle, is you want you want Rangers to go out there and score as many goals as they can. Well, is that the aim of every game though? Well, aye, but <laughs> you want you want a big margin so that you're taking a big margin over to Belgrade. Yes, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. If you only score one goal tomorrow, yeah, Red Star Belgrade in Belgrade with their ultras, uh, 
can't remember their name, but it doesn't matter. The Ultras, eh? The Red Star Ultras. Um, oh, sorry, Red Star Belgrade. Uh, Red Star's a completely different club. Um, but realistically, if you only get a 1-0, I can see Red Star Belgrade beating you 2-1 kind of style. So you want to go out there comfortably tomorrow, get a, maybe a 2-0, 3-0 win and make it a wee bit harder for them. You just got to make this tie hard for them, and you'll get through it. And the nice, the nice part of it is, if you just get through it, you might have a a nice tie after it. And you, I, I realistically think you you could go all the way. I think the only team that could cause you problems would be Barca. Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, you still got Sevilla, who have won like fifty-seven thousand yes, yes, Europa League titles. Oh yeah, you 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 can't you can't beat our Spanish clubs in Europa, Europa League. League. You cannot yeah, no. You, you, even West or West Ham still in it. Yeah. Yeah. So West Ham play Sevilla. So dark horse. West, oh, okay. Never mind. Okay, oh, Sevilla, I bet we a good tie. As that's well, a, that's a good tie because West Ham were a bit of a dark horse in the tournaments. The the first time they've got into Europe for a long time. Because uh, I remember they got dumped out in the qualifying under Slavan Bilic. They got yeah, spat out by yeah, some yeah. Mi- like minnows and from like. Slovenia. Be- I, I think yeah, Bikira from Slovenia or Romania or something like that. Yeah, I think it was a Romanian side that dumped him out. Embarrassing. No, me. I'm sure it was a Slovenian side no. because they could, they couldn't play the game in their ground, so they had to play it at the national stadium for Slovenia oh. or Slo- no Slovenia or Slovenia or Slovakia. It was one of the one of the Slavic states anyway. It was um, Slovenia, Slovakia. Yeah, um, but looking at the rest of the teams that are still in it, you still got. You've got Leon and Porto. Obviously, I think Rangers had the same group as Leon, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah so Leon, Leon, Porto, Betis, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, Sevilla, West Ham, Braga, mm-hmm. Monaco, Atalanta, Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer Leverkusen knocked out Rangers a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, Barcelona, Galatasaray, and RB Leipzig as well. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll give my thoughts on the game tomorrow, though. Um, yeah, obviously, coming back off of the game against Dortmund, the two the two legs were uh, unbelievable. Um, definitely two games I'll never forget. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I've looked at Belgrade's results recently in Europe. Um, so, I think they had um, Michelin in their group. Um, I don't know what the previous results were for them, but I think they drew a, a few, or they drew the two games, I think. But obviously, I'll double-check that. But... Um, yeah, and obviously we beat Michelin a few years ago by quite a big margin. Obviously, there's a lot of goals involved in that game. Um, and yeah, I think they had Braga as well, and I think they got beat by Braga. So um, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a, it's going to be one of the games. Obviously, yeah, try and get a couple of goals at Ibrox and then to bring over to Serbia. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. It's definitely a favourable tie, and it's definitely um, I don't know what it is. I think we're favourites or something on the bookies. Um, I don't it, know should, it should be. It should be. Yeah, Especially be. if you've dumped out Dortmund. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's 100%. Uh, um, how do you pronounce Red Star's proper name? Savina's Redster? Savina's Redster. It's just Red Star in Serbia, I think. Do you know who. Oh, where is it? Was it they? Did they get past. Who did they knock it in the previous round? Was it Sheriff? Yeah, yeah. so so they yeah. won They won their group, so they um, got straight through to this round. No, it was 
Uh, it was Braga that knocked out Sheriff Tiras Ball. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. So, so they they got a fast track because they won their group. Ah, okay, okay. So they won their Europa League group, thus putting them into the sixteen instead of the thirty. Yeah, and yeah. You, you, so, you no, you wouldn't have to worry about that. So, <laughs> so, right. so Red Star won theirs, got through. Sheriff Tiraspol finished third in their Champions League group with Shakhtar Donetsk, Real Madrid, and Inter Milan. And then Sheriff and played Braga, who were also got, in. Red Star yeah, so, so group yeah, winners go okay. through to round of 16 automatically. The right, people oh, runners up went into the playoff round, which we had Dortmund, and then because they they were I think they were third in the Champions League. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so we played them. They went down their to the form is looking then, immense. Actually, I'm, I'm just looking at their form in oh. all competitions. They've uh, they've only lost once going back to. Uh, yeah, uh, aye, of course. Yeah. They've only lost to, once going back to November Sha- to January. And that was against Shakhtar. And before then, they only lost another once. So they're actually, and that was against Radnik Serdalika. That's the only game they've other, the other game they lost. They've lost two games in four months. So it's a uh, yeah, which I think is how many Rangers have lost actually. The the, four, so. the worst bit about this is if I search Red Star because I'm in France, I just get the Parisian club. Yeah. So I can't actually look at the results unless I put Belgrade. Yeah, Red Star Belgrade have conceded one goal in their past five games in the yeah. league, which included a, a derby win over Partizan as well. So, Sam, don't put even more nerves on me. For <laughs> <laughs> you, your team's in form, their team's in form. It should, it should be a good match. I wouldn't say we're in form, to be honest. I wouldn't say we're well, Europa League form, yeah, but league form. Mm-hmm. You've Just only right, you've only dropped you've dropped four what four points in your last. Aye, but we're six. scraping results though. We're, we're just scraping results. That's how many we've dropped. We've I, dropped I think I think because well. I think because the um, we got dumped out of Europe. So no, I, th- I think because the league is so tight in. Actually, yes, because the league is so tight in Scotland. I think Rangers are just doing what they can to get the three points. Whereas mm. actually, no, Red Star actually their their league's quite tight as well. They're only two. They're two points behind Partizan. So. Mm. I was going to make an argument there, but that's just falling apart. It's, it's the it's the Croatian league that gets walked every season. Yeah, like I think uh, last year it was a uh, Dynamo Zagreb had wrapped it up by February. It was great. It was one of the earliest league wins in Europe. I think last year Rangers were the earliest, weren't they in Europe overall? Yeah, yeah we won the we won league in March. Yeah, but right, realistically. What are we all predicting for Rangers Red Star tomorrow? Red Star Belgrade. Okay, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it away or is it home? Is it is prediction time? Ibrox, I think, yeah, I'll start predictions. 2 1 for Rangers at Ibrox. I think Red Star will go away thinking we're the tough guys with a spooky stadium and then they'll go to Ibrox and then they'll get, I think they'll be a narrow, a narrow loss for them. So it'll be a, a win for Rangers 2 1. Uh, just just before we keep going, can we can we get the the scores from last week and yes. how it affects yes. the overall? Sorry, sorry. yes. What's your candy? Oh, yeah. well, sorry, I'm. No, that's fine. I'm 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 all right. I'm all right. I just what I did. I just want to know how it's so, going. So, uh, last week, obviously, just the three of us predicted. Carl, you got one point. Um, <laughs> I'm shit at this. Last season, I was unreal. <laughs> yeah, Carl got one point. I got six, and Lewis, you got two correct results. Um, so you finished Jeez. with ten points. Zoom. More than Motherwell. I have the same amount of points as we have winless games. Yeah. That is that is how you that is how you go. So the current points for this season, um, Marcus and Gary both have zero because they don't send theirs in at all and they don't reply to the group chat. Um, Carl, you have twelve. 
Andy mm. has 14. I have 26. And Lewis has 34. Oh, good Lewis, man. He's run away with it. Mars bars, huh? And there's, a, there's only five games to predict uh, this week, um, which is difficult. What I um, say from Courtois? So I was just looking at the, uh, the the PSG Real Madrid. I've got the game up. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was tonight. Yeah, but I've got Carl's, it on the chat already. Carl's got it on the chat. <laughs> yeah, can, can I just be watching it in the background? Yeah, so am I. Who's it? Is it is PSG won the first leg one nil? Right? Yeah, in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, last, Messi well, missed last a pen. goal. Messi missed last last goal from Mbappe. Yeah. Messi yeah. missed a pen and Mbappe scored. Yeah. Anyway, predictions. Or against the club that's predictions. Okay, yes. so I, I think guys. Rangers will beat Red Star 2-1 in the first leg at Ibrox. 2-1, yeah. Um, I think... Um, this is going to be a really, really tough one to call. I do see Red Star scoring. Um, I don't know, Just I think, think of their squad as having like 11 Mitrovic's. Yeah, well, they've, 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 got, they've got some good players. They've got, um, in fact, I'm just going to look at the players they've got. They've got um, Alexander Dragovic, who used to play for, uh, he was part of the Leverkusen side that knocked out uh, Rangers a couple of years back. He was at Leicester for a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got... This, a, is the Red, this is the Red Star has, eh? Yeah, Red Star yeah. Have, have... Oh, shit. Right, <laughs> They've also got a uh, former LA Galaxy player Alexander Katai. They've got, you know, basically got a lot of a lot of Serbians in there and the team as well, who are who are part of the the setup there uh, in the in the national team. Um, but I'm going to go with Rangers for this one. I think I'm going to go. It's going to be a tight one. I think we go th- three two. All goals. So I think there will be goals. I think Red Star do score a lot of goals, so I think there will be goals in this one. Right. Like, see, Rangers went for the coefficient, you know. I mean, Serbia are one of those clubs that are snapping at our heels, so yeah. if you can get yeah. one over on them, then that's important. For the coefficient. Um, obviously, I'll go to the game tomorrow, so quite excited for that. It'll be quite good. So, uh, yeah, I obviously think we'll win, obviously. First of all, I'm not going to say that. I say we're going to lose, am I? Um, I think it'll be two 0 Tav to definitely score a penalty. Hundred um, percent. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Rangers in Europe, you got to expect one of your goals will be a, a Tav penalty. Like that's just you have to accept that. Kind of <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, yeah, two 0 and then I'll say I predict them, but it's back in separate times with Amazon this game. So yeah, two 0 Rangers. And Lewis. I'm gonna go two 0 Rangers. Two 0 Rangers. I think realistically, it's just that home advantage. Eh? That's all it is for me. Home advantage. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a really tough one to call this one. Um, but also, I'm gonna call was it? <laughs> Also this week, we've got the Cup quarter-finals this weekend. No league games. Um, so one of the, f- the first Cup game is Saturday. It's uh, Hearts versus St Mirren. Oh, I'll go first on this one. Um, I think Hearts will win. 
I think they've been, the, they've been scoring goals, haven't they? Quite a lot. Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Gets St. Mirren. 3 0. Alright. They'll probably just do their business against St. Mirren. I mean, you know, Stephen Robinson, St. Mirren, so they're probably on the decline. Arguably, could get themselves dragged into a relegation dogfight under him. So, uh, I think uh, I think two nil hearts. Yeah, I, th I think we can go with two nil hearts as well. I, I, St. Mirren have just been really poor since Goodwin left. Um, they haven't won a game, and I don't see them winning this one against a Hearts side who are kind of coming back, who are who are picking up some more results again. So, yeah, I don't see St. Mirren doing anything. Um, do you know? I will. I will also bet against St. Merton. Um, because why would I back Stephen Robinson? <coughs> Gonna say Dundee United to. Oh, sorry, Hearts. I'm a week <laughs> ahead. I'm a week ahead. Jesus, right? I'm gonna say Hearts two now. In the court. Oh yeah, it's Scottish Cup. I'm thinking the league. Sorry. Aye, two nil hearts. Two nil hearts. I, I literally say the game before everyone starts a prediction. Just don't listen. There you go. <laughs> no, my brain's just away today. I'm sorry. Uh, and we've also got Motherwell versus Hibs on Saturday. A winless team against a scoreless team. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. It is El Shitico. This is a proper cup tie, isn't it? Like, this is actually. A really hard one to predict. Right. We use can defend. We can't score. We can defend. Use can't score. This is Lewis, going all the way. There's only one option. Clearly, very clearly a five five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that down for you. And it'll be no, okay. I am going to say, right, this is going to be one of those games that goes all the way to penalties, and then it's like... No, no, we're penalties. Both, no, because we're both that shit, it's just going to be the goalkeepers taking penalties. And I'm going to... I am going to back Motherwell to win on penalties. Ooh. So you're the saying only no reason being is because we still have penalty takers and strikers. You've lost your best striker. You've lost your best winger as well. So, I back Motherwell to win on penalties. Yeah, why is Mueller not fit and firing, huh? I don't know. I, I, I think it, I think it definitely most of most of it is we've signed all these players, but they're from completely different leagues. And Mueller's from MLS. Um, the two Norwegian guys are from. Norway. Um, the Norwegian league is the best league in Europe with the toughest competition. <laughs> yeah, season's gone now. Ah, uh, your season is irrelevant. Gone. <laughs> it's just bullying now. Right, I'm um, going to predict this one. I'm going to predict this one. Um, Motherwell Hibs. Uh, yeah, probably the same thing. Keepers will take starting penalties. Um, I think Motherwell will edge this in extra time. In extra time, okay. Yeah. So you're saying what, 1 0? 1 0, yeah, 1 0. Do you, do you no, I, realistically, I think it'll be a nil-nil with, uh, with Pence in extra time. I think it's going to be one of these ones that like, the referee just gets bored so has to send it for a replay. 
because we've been round penalties that many times. The referee gets so bored, he subs his son on. And yeah, it's gonna be one of those ones where they call them for the managers to take pens again. Yeah, well, Mbappe just I think, scored. I think that, that sounds like such a Serie A kind of rule. Oh, Mbappe just scored. Um, that sounds yeah, like such a, a Serie A rule, like the the managers take penalties because. <laughs> That's where instead they are. They're all, well, what all what would you have in that scenario? Sean Maloney against Graham Alexander. So basically two defenders. Well, no, Maloney was a, an attacking mid. Maloney can hit them. Oh, it could be offside. could be offside. This. Oh, no, it's playing. I don't know, realistically, in that scenario. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it's going to penalties, but it's going to be like infinite penalties and then a replay or something just because no one scored. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the the, the just going to look at his watch and be like, "Can the penalty shootout end in a draw?" <laughs> do you know what it's going to be like, Sam? Do you remember that Simpsons episode where they're trying to make Bart do the catch in the baseball game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now the sunrise brought to you by God. <laughs> like, that's what we are going to have with our penalties. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Hibs on penalties for this one after a 0 0 draw. <laughs> Just because it's, it's going to end like 34 33 or something like that. On yeah, I, I didn't say you'd win. Uh, Hibs on pens. Uh, I, I was saying 0 0 draw on pens. Hibs, Hibs after the, the pens. Hibs on pens. Um, on the Sunday, we have Dundee. Oh, you're my favourite now. <laughs> <laughs> we have Dundee versus Rangers. God. Oh, what a surprising All I'm going to say, right, all I'm going to say is on the road up to Hamden, Rangers are shit. At Hamden, Rangers are fucking terrible. So make your <laughs> predictions, guys. <laughs> is this a bad time to say that I think you'll lose 1 0 to Dundee? Because you'll be too fucked for the Belgrade game. I don't even know anymore, to be honest, mate. Surely I'm going to gonna predict it. In fact, yeah, right. 1 0 Dundee. Yeah. I think Gio's actually probably written off the Scottish Cup. If they're still in Europe and they're pushing for the league, and is I'd say you're Why would he write off the cup? What a stupid thing to say. Because he doesn't. He's, he's probably just like, oh, I don't care about the cup. Oh, yeah, like, so you'll just win Europa League instead. No, I don't think you'll nah, win like, the Europa come League. Come on. But so why would he rule off the cup then? That's stupid. Because he doesn't need the cup. He needs to put all his eggs in the league because yes, that's do your need priority. The cup. Yeah, we need, we need a cup league and a cup, mate. Yeah. Realistically, they've already lost a dead no, the, the Celtic just rule out um, Conference League because yeah, he got beat, probably. Yeah. We're, we rule out Europe every season because we're garbage. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but we put all our all our eggs in the in the League Cup. We're League Cup lovers. Yeah. Diddy. Fucking Diddy Cups. Anyway, um, I think I'm going to go for. Um, I'm going to go for a Rangers win I think it's going to be a tight 1-0 I think um, just because they would have spent all that energy but I do think they're going to they're going to see this one through it'll be interesting to see how this game affects the second leg as well because if this game here goes to extra time then Rangers are going to be basically fucked for that trip to Belgrade I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is going to be quite, uh, quite exciting I think it'll be Dundee 3-2 like, I think I think Dundee, right? I, I'm sure, they're, they're, they probably they're know like... they're in a relegation dogfight. So maybe they just they go all in on the cup, and they just absolutely hit, hit Rangers, who would be 
hopefully not suffering from a European hangover. But I think, yeah, I think Dundee actually 3-2 go for an exciting game. That's such an Andy result to predict. 3-2 three, three three two. Two is, three is the most entertaining result in football, in my Fuck opinion. Yeah. No, five each. Actually, like 10-11 would be, but you know, like realistically. Five each. Five each is a belter to watch. No, I'm going to say, yeah, it's, it's going to be tight. It's going to be one of those frustrating games like against St. Johnston. Um, I'm going to say 2-0, but it'll be goal, yeah, come eventually and then they'll just capitalise on it because Dundee need to go full out obviously so uh, yeah 2-0 yeah, to Rangers 2-0 to Rangers and the final quarter final and the final game of the weekend is Dundee United facing Celtic Ooh. I think I think we've got this now we've got this in the bag I think uh, I think it's a 2-0 2-0 Celtic result there safe and easy Best best tackle league, best defence in the league. I think it'll be two 0 and well, it will settle it. Uh, two one Dundee United. <laughs> oh, are you really going for that one? That's okay. Just, Kyle, that feels like a spite. That, that feels like a spiteful <laughs> prediction. No, no, I don't think Dundee United have got a good defence. Um, yous have your off days when yous are fucking terrible. So I think well then, because obviously you have no interest in the cups, do you? So. Um, Look, so we'd yeah. lose against Dundee United if they were called Dundee Club to Football. <laughs> and they were European. Or, or if they're in any Europa League competition, or any Europa competition. Yeah. yeah. Nah, 2-1, they're confident. Oh, Mbappe's just scored properly. Oh, Mbappe, <laughs> He's such a goal. 1-0 uh, Celtic. 1-0 to the Celtic. Don't say the Celtic, it just makes sense. <laughs> it's like saying the Ukraine, it doesn't work. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Like, why? Like, no one has ever said the Ukraine, but the media just love it. I don't know why. Like, no, you don't go country the Romania, the Scotland. Like, that they all die. <laughs> the Rangers. Um. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, I need to make a prediction for this one. Um. <laughs> wait on me. Uh, I'm gonna say Celtic two now. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd set up that it'll set up some really good um, semi-finals. I think there's a there's a possibility you can have um, Edinburgh Derby, Old Firm semi-finals, which is. Do you remember? I remember when it was uh, when it was Edinburgh Derby, Old Firm. Oh, but it, we got drawn. We got drawn against Hearts. Hibs got drawn against. Rangers. Yeah, wasn't that last season? The season before, or something, it was wasn't it? Two two seasons ago. That was those yeah. were the Murrayfield games. Yeah. yeah. That, honestly. Murrayfield is such a better stadium than Hamden because you're you're about ten times closer to the pitch. It's a bigger stadium, and I can walk there. And it's, it's a be- better atmosphere. Four minutes, four minutes away. It's a better atmosphere as well. There should I'm be gonna, more. I'm gonna see, see see when the the the, the draws Hamden for the semi final, right? Uh, Motherwell and Hibs will still be playing. <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like yeah. it will <laughs> be penalties. it'll be fifty one fifty on penalties. There's just gonna be like someone come out like halfway through and just be like, "Yeah, lad, you know the season's over and the Scottish well, Cup's over as well, I right?" UEFA, UEFA, or FIFA probably have some rule right where if it goes to like uh, twenty penalties each, they just do a coin toss. I think there's probably a coin toss in there. Like... No, no, do I love to see see when every single player's taking one, including the keepers, the managers take one. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Said, we said that. Yeah, we, say, we should yeah. do that. That'd be good. Yeah. But uh, no, I think a coin toss is it. Probably goes like, how long's the longest penalty shoot? 
<laughs> come on, mate, come on. That's one for next week, right? Ah, that is one for next week. You know this because it'll be Hebb's Motherwell. <laughs> it'll still be Hebb's Motherwell playing. Yeah, yeah, it's all gone. Uh, anyway, guys, um, thanks uh, for coming with us today. It's the end of the pod. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you again next week when hopefully Hibs and Motherwell have finished their penalty shootout. <laughs> yeah. Yep, see you later. Bye bye. Yeah. The False 90s podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and our website at false90s.wordpress.com. For updates, follow False 90s on both Twitter and Instagram. And a big thank you to Francisco Alvia and his track Space Game, which is our theme tune. Talking of Ukraine, yeah. I have just won something. I have just won a Zinchenko signed shirt for a oh, giveaway. No way. No nice. way. It's most versatile footballer. Plays as a centre attacking mid, centre forward for Ukraine, and then a left back for City. <laughs> He's like David Albury. All these like Eastern European nations, they have that one player who's like kind of their best player, and Boy, they just play just okay. in a ridiculous position for their national team, and then like as opposed to their club.